Welcome to First Things First, the weekly podcast where we talk about God, faith, and life in Shallow Water, Texas. Our podcast is a production of First Shallow Water, and you can find more information about our church by clicking on the link in the description of this episode. Thanks for joining us. Here's our pastor, Brad Miles. Welcome, everybody, to the First Things First podcast. This is a really, this is a very special podcast, friends. Uh, this uh, we last week and this week we have invited, uh, you know, every week. Let me stop and say this: every week on the podcast, we invite amazing, fascinating, interesting people to sit down and have a conversation about faith and life and shallow water. And these amazing, fascinating, interesting people. The best thing about them is they probably live next door to you. You probably see them at church, right? Uh, and so the past, this last week and this week are no different. We have amazing fascinating people who we've asked to be on the podcast. The additional amazing factor about them, though, is that they are graduating seniors. So last week, we had two smelly boys <laughs> on the podcast, and this week, we have two amazing young ladies on the podcast, and uh, so you're going to be really excited to hear from them and hear their stories, but uh, I want to welcome to the studio Shelby and Molly. So you guys, y'all introduce yourself, okay? Uh, you, I have known you guys since I've been the, the pastor here, so and, and it's been awesome kind of watching watching you guys um, kind of grow and getting to know you a little bit, but, uh, but y'all tell everybody about yourself, and what is the, what are the essentials? That they need to know about you. You know what I mean? What are the what are the if the nitty gritty? Yeah, yeah. What the <laughs> what, what's you in a nutshell? That's what we're going for. So, Shelby, we're gonna start with you. Go ahead. T- tell everybody who you are and 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 what they need to know. Okay, I'm Shelby Thomas, and I'm going to South Carolina next year to major in marine biology. No way. Mm-hmm. I did not know you were going to South Carolina. Yeah. Like the South Carolina State or South Carolina, like what? So it's um, University of South Carolina in Columbia. Okay. Mm-hmm. Very yes. cool. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. Yeah. But um, I guess the most important things about me would be I have two older sisters. Yes. So that kind of sets up my family dynamic for you. <laughs> Everything I have to do has to be bigger and better than my yes. than my other sisters. Yeah, yeah, I get that. And I really love banana laffy taffy. Oh, that's the nitty gritty about me. So that is <clears throat> you. You're one of a very small number of people, very I think, small in the world who yes. really love banana laffy taffy. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, I think. Uh, uh, so two older sisters. Mm-hmm. So you're the baby then. I am the baby. Okay. All right, mm-hmm. that also says a lot about mm-hmm. Shelby, doesn't it, Molly? I think yeah, that, it does. that's very revealing information. Yeah, that's good to know. Okay, all right, Molly, what about you? What do people need to know about you? Introduce yourself. What do they need to know about you? Um, well, I'm Molly Vincent, and I'll be attending West Texas A&M in the fall. Sweet. And not really sure what I'm going to do yet, but I think I'm going to start general, just go into animal science, and mm-hmm. then maybe start a path from there. Yeah. Um. Important thing is probably we're almost going two years living here. Yeah. So I moved yeah. about two years ago and then have an older sister. She actually just graduated San Angelo. So yeah. we got to go to that last weekend. And then I have a younger brother, Clayton. He is um, going to be a junior. Gosh, that feels so weird to say that. You know what I mean? Because I still imagine him as a you know, scrawny little <laughs> I know. freshman dude. We so. always talk about like remembering him running around the house and he was he came really early when he was born and now yeah. looking at him you couldn't even tell he was like a he was ever small mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> he's huge now <laughs> so th- your sister and you 
are graduating like right around the same time. We to, are like mm-hmm. two weeks apart, right? Because she just yes, had sir. her ceremony. Wow. So, man, that's really cool. That is very cool. And uh, uh, this Sunday, too, when this podcast airs, it'll be next Wednesday. So it will have just, we will have just done Senior Sunday. Mm -hmm. And so y'all are both going to be in there because high school and college. That's crazy. (laughs) That is amazing. (laughs) Woo! Yeah, that's what happened. Yes, we have, have, in our family, though, we had three of the grandkids – that were all in the same grade, so they all were graduating at the same time, and in Canyon and in Plainview and in Abilene uh, on the same weekend. Like oh, you wow. want to talk about? Ooh, that does yeah, not sound fun. I do want to say that we went to all three graduations, <laughs> so uh, it was pretty amazing, epic road trip. So. Um, all right. Well, uh, ladies, thank you so much for joining me. Uh, this is awesome. Uh, I've got, uh, I've got a, a few questions for you on the podcast. One of the things we like to do is we just like to hear about people's faith story. You know, we want to hear, how did you, how did you come to a point in your life where you, you knew you needed to surrender your heart and your life to Christ? What did that look like? Um, so, uh, so I'd love to just hear you guys share that story and uh, we'll start with you, Molly, since we started with Shelby last time to, Tell me about how you came to faith in Christ. Let's talk about that. Um, well, I can still remember my dad pulling me in. I was probably in the third grade, and uh-huh. him just going over everything. Like I remember sitting in the living room. He's like, do you know who God is? Do you know he died for your sins and yeah. all of that? And I was like, yes, I do. And he's like, well, do you want to accept him into yeah. your heart and your life? And I was like, yes, I do. But it. And I grew up in a church home, so everything, like church every Sunday, Wednesday right. night events, and then church or uh, God was really talked into our life, daily mm-hmm. life. Like it wasn't we just went to church on Sundays. Like every part of our life we were talking about Him and yeah. doing family things together. But it wasn't until probably my um, eighth grade year that I kind of was like, okay, I think I know, like I need to do that, like know this on my own now. Right, You know, yes. like I think that when going into my eighth grade, year um i had a coach who really dove into me and helped me start an fca at um, the middle school in oh, which cool. they um they didn't have that back there and so i think just involving all that i finally realized that um i know how i now have my own relationship with him and i'm growing stronger with him and i think that's really when i dove into my um, story of just letting christ in truly and knowing it on my own rather than um, my dad telling me this story, and I'm saying yes, accepting him. Yes, yeah. And, you know, so many people that I talk to on the podcast, like especially folks who kind of grew up in the church, that's their story, right? They, you know, they they heard about Jesus all the time. They knew about They always wanted to know Jesus and serve Jesus, you know, made a decision when they were young. And, and then as they got older, they find they really, that's when they really began to understand what the commitment they had made when they were younger, what that actually meant. You know what I mean? Right. And because uh, you just don't I mean when you're, you know, a third grader, you don't understand fully. I mean, you're at that moment, you're 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 doing the best you can, right? But you don't understand fully what it means to have Jesus as your Lord and surrender your life to Him, right? That's a, that's right. something that you kind of have to learn as you get older. That's awesome. So your family played a big part then in your journey to Christ and in your journey with Christ since then. Yes, sir. And yes, it hasn't stopped there. Right. Um, it's been ups and downs. And honestly, I've right now is probably the strongest I've felt in my faith. And, yeah. Um, but yeah, a lot of a lot of family talks about it in our family. And so it's really been encouraging. And I yeah. think that's helped it a yeah. lot. 
No doubt, no doubt. That makes a huge difference mm-hmm. when you have parents and family members who are supporting you, you know, and, and leading you in that for, for sure. So we're going to come back to and hear more about, you know, the ups and downs and all that right. kind of stuff. So that's good. So put a pin in that and we'll come back to it later. Uh, but Shelby, what about you? Talk, talk about when you came to faith in Christ. What was that? What was that about? How that looked for you? So mine's kind of similar to Molly's a little bit. Yeah. Kind of started when I was young, but um, so my parents divorced when I was seven, uh-huh. and we moved to Plainview, and that's when I was kind of like, and I too grew up in a church home, sure. so like I was always in church on Sundays. It wasn't yeah. anything I wasn't used to, but um, I don't know. I guess I just realized I didn't want to be how I was, mm. and so that's when I was kind of like, Mom, like. And I have an older sister who's only a year older than me. And so we kind of do everything the same (laughs) together. And so we were both kind of like, Mom, like, I think we want to accept Jesus into our heart. And so, like, you know, we were all tucked in our beds getting ready for bed. And she was coming in to tell us goodnight. And she was like, okay, you know, and kind of asked the questions. Like, do you believe this? Do you Mm -hmm. want him in your heart? And we were just like, yes, that's what we want to do. And... I really just think I decided I needed to be different, which I know is weird for a seven-year-old to think. Right. <laughs> but I was like, this behavior is just not right. I need to change it up. And so... It was the same for me, though, Shelby. Mm-hmm. Like, like I was very aware of the fact, you know, as a mm-hmm. six-year-old, that I came to Christ when I was six. So, right. But even before that, like, I was very aware of the fact that that I had, that I was a sinful person mm-hmm. and that I deserved, you know... Uh, I deserved God's God's punishment, you know, right. and uh, and you know, and I knew that I knew that there was no, I couldn't be good enough. I was very aware of the fact that I couldn't be good enough to earn, you know, salvation on my own, mm-hmm. and that I was going to need help. It took me a little while to understand grace, like to understand that I, that God was just that I just had to receive His love. You mm-hmm. know, that's what took me a while. I yeah. kept thinking I knew that. I, I knew that I was, you know, a sinful person and I was just kept trying to earn it, you know, to me with a lot of understand grace. But, but I, I resonate totally with that mm-hmm. at a young age being like, I don't, I don't want to be not, a person. Yeah. 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 I knew there was something wrong. So, yeah. okay. All right. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah. So that was pretty much that point. And then I went to a Christian academy uh-huh. and so I feel like I don't know if that necessarily helped me because that's kind of where Molly was saying it wasn't really my own. Right. And so I kind of agree, like, I think about middle school age. I think actually, like, after the first year that I started coming to First Shallowater, I was like, okay, like, I know what I did when I was younger and I was aware that I need to be different, but Mm -hmm. now I need to, like, put it into practice. Yes. and, And not just be like memorizing the verses because I have a Bible class and my teachers are telling me to like Mm -hmm. I need to actually put the preparation and like the effort behind it and so I think middle school age was probably about when I really like fully realized you know right right Mm -hmm. right so how old were you when you moved to shallow water so I moved to shallow water in seventh grade so was that 13 I think that's about 13 yeah yeah Yeah. Did you go to PCA the whole time before that? So, no. I grew up in a military family. Okay. So, so you all moved around. Mm-hmm, so, I've, like, gone to school in North Dakota, um, <laughs> Virginia, Plainview, and then I actually was at Friendship for a year before I moved to Shallow Water. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All so, right. 
Getting well, all over the place. <laughs> yeah, those of you listening, PCA Plainview Christian Academy. Yes. So other, not everyone knows Plainview right. Christian I Academy. That. It's so weird. <laughs> you know, it's so weird. So, uh, but yeah, that's both my daughters. You know, mm-hmm. with the PCA. So it was good, good times there. But you're right. Like so, sometimes that it, when it's so much in the air mm-hmm. around you that it's not. You know, you're. I mean, you're engaged in it, and that, that's a that's not necessarily a bad thing, but. Um, but there has to be a point where you're right. making those decisions for yourself. And, and I want to be a person who follows Christ. Yeah, mm-hmm. no doubt. Yeah. So I, I can, you know, that for me was, you know, I mean, really early on for me, I, because God called me to preach the same year that I got saved <laughs> at six years old, I, you know, so, uh, but you know how, I mean, it, it was really when, really probably uh, when I was in uh, college, my freshman year of college, whenever the lights really fully started to come on, you know, mm-hmm. for me. So, um, so you guys figured out a lot quicker than I did. <laughs> Still figuring it out. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Let's talk about that. So let's talk about, um, you know, in every journey, when a person, you know, is kind of growing in their faith, and uh, there, there are there are times that we can look back on and we can see, gosh, I was really growing during that time the Lord was really stretching me or whatever else, you know? So, uh, so I'd like to hear about some of those moments for you guys. Shelby, let's start with you. Tell, tell me about, tell me about some times in your life when you were really growing and when, you know, when you felt like the Lord was really moving and working in your life. So I definitely think there was like a lot of different times right. for yeah. sure. That first, you know, parents divorce, that was one in its own. Cause I was trying to figure out what I yeah. needed to do. I mean, my mom was a single mom all of a sudden. And yeah. so it was, really hard for that little bit. So that was definitely a growing period. But then also I feel like whenever I first went to public school, Mm -hmm. because I had been going to Plainview Christian Academy since fifth grade, and then all of a sudden I was going to Friendship. So I was going from 12 people in my class to literally like 500. So there was definitely a change there because I was like, okay, like you want to make friends, you know, you need to be polite, but you still want to like, kind of exude your christian sureness you know you still want to be yeah i don't know how to say that while not like pushing it on people yeah you know it was just a really big change because all of a sudden i was just like oh my gosh what do i do who do i talk to how do i conduct myself like do i want to be in this group oh no they're doing this stuff i don't want to get into that but you know things like that and then i also feel like transitioning from high school or middle school to high school Right. Because that's like a whole different ballpark. Yes. You have to learn from being this little middle schooler to taking things seriously and deciding, is this why I want to work hard or is this where I want to slack off? Right. Because that kind of defines the rest of your high school career. Yeah, no doubt. And so that was definitely a growing period for me as well because I had to get in my mindset like, Lord, please help me, but also help me to make the effort. Mm -hmm. Because so many people are like, oh, please help me to do it on this math test that I didn't study for. (laughs) (laughs) So it was like, you know, getting the preparation and praying about that too, but just like, how can I be better in high school? And I feel like every single summer I had in my high school career was a massive growing period for me. Yeah. And I think it was just because when you have that like, 
unattested time mm -hmm. when you're not so distracted by all your classmates and all the things going on like you can really focus and that's when kind of get like the pregame you know like yes. what I mean the preseason so you can like really dig in and I feel like that's when I did most of my growing was in the summer when I had that time right to sit with the word and pour into that yeah mm -hmm. were there like were you like part of part of Bible studies that were going on? Were there people that were kind of working with you in that journey? What did that look like in the summer? So my mom definitely helped a lot. Yeah. She would like, you know, go on Amazon and be like, oh, my gosh, I let's found this, this. Yeah. super cute Bible study. Let's do it. And so most of the time it was just like my own Bible study. But uh -huh. um, Tiffany Davis, you oh, know, yeah. she's a shallow water alumni. Yeah. She one summer she did a little Bible study and I think I was the only one there like twice. Right. And so I really just got to like talk to her and she has been like such a role model in the back of my mind since yeah. I was a sophomore because yeah. she's just like so I don't know she's just I feel like she's got it figured out I know not everybody has it figured out but she just she just exudes love and that's yes. what I want to do like she, I know she's so happy in her Christian life and she's just I feel like a great example and so I've really enjoyed that time with her, but then it was mostly just like my yeah. own little Bible study. <laughs> she really is a good one, man. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you. That, she's an example to me. So yeah. and I'm a pastor, <laughs> for crying out loud. But, she's pretty uh, awesome. <laughs> the, uh, she, her, she, for those of you who are listening, go back, because there's a podcast with Tiffany, and you are going to love to listen to her <laughs> story and what God's done in her life. And, uh, and she talks about her high school years, too, mm -hmm. in that podcast, and just... That decision that she made that I'm going to, I'm going to follow Christ and I'm going to testify to the love of Christ and, um, and that was you know there's hard things about that you know, mm -hmm. uh, but uh, but that you know the the now the fruit of that she gets to see the fruit of that like there's a there are people like you yes. who are like man you know I I respect her so much I want to be like her mm -hmm. that's good that's good I'm b believe me I. Uh, her mom Emily, I'm 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 telling her about this as soon as we get done. She's gonna, <laughs> they're gonna love to hear that. She's story. awesome. So, yeah, she's a good one. She really is. So okay, what about what about you, Molly? Talk, talk about you know when when were, when were those some of those times for you where you really felt like you were growing, where God was teaching you stuff. Um. Well, the biggest one I can probably think of most recently is um, my junior year. Mm. And so that was the process of moving, um, process of moving to a small town. And right. so I had never lived in a small town before, so it was a bit of a change. And then just the meeting friends and all of that happening. And I think I let it get to me a lot. I think I put up a face a lot of like, oh, yes, I love, like, I mean, I do love it here, but you do, yeah. um, when people would ask, like, oh, were you okay with the move? I was like, yeah, yeah, of course. But yeah, because I ask you, like, Every day, because I would I would ask you and you'd be like, oh yeah, this is all good. But I was like, yeah, but I know it's hard. I know. <laughs> just not saying it right now. So, um, yeah. but yeah, I think I was just putting up that guard of like mm -hmm. letting everybody know that I was okay and that yeah. um, everything's great. But I don't think I think I let it get to me too much. I don't think I found that out till going into the summer of my senior year. And I kind of sinked into like this little hole of like mm. I wasn't really diving into Christ like I was like I was wanting to or yeah. like I had been in the past and um I just let, I was like okay this is not okay like right. this is not how I'm supposed to live and yeah. so um I think um that summer I truly was like okay I need to I need to get back on track I need mm -hmm. to pray like I was praying more than ever probably just for 
God to show me this light to get back on track because I kind of felt like I was in a deep little hole. Yeah. And I didn't have many friends to like reach out to. I think I reached out here and there, but um, it was still just all the adjusting with things. I was like, I don't know how to yeah. do all of this, you know. And um, so I ended up getting this opportunity to go to this um, fellow. FCA Captain's Camp, yeah, which FCA is Fellowship of Christian Athletes, and so my family has a big part in that, mm-hmm. but um, that camp was mentally and physically, they drained you so that you could grow spiritually, like, right. they broke you down so that you could find that strength in Christ to mm-hmm. just spiritually grow with Him, and that probably had the huge impact on me, and coming back from that, I was like, I felt like I was new, I like, I felt like... Wow. Um, my relationship with him was so strong, and I got more opportunities. Miss um, Buckley and Miss St. Clair took me to another camp with a couple girls. And yeah, that's right. That it was. Uh, it's like a. It's, is it chrysalis? Right. It's it was the, called a chrysalis. Yeah, and, which is part of the Watomaeus movement. So yeah, that's that. Yeah. I remember y'all going on that. That's awesome. That was amazing. It was definitely a little bit of shock going into it because it wasn't really what we did in the Baptist yeah. and. <laughs> <laughs> We were like, oh, no, are you in a cult? And we were like, no. <laughs> so the, I'm so glad you brought that up because I think it's really good sometimes for us to have experiences that are kind of outside of our, you know, our normal, yeah. wh- how mm-hmm. we kind of normally operate. And, and when we're around other people who are serious about their relationship with Christ, but the way that they pursue relationship with Christ looks kind of different than what we're used to. It's I think it's really good. It's, it does really stretch us, you know. Yes, sir. And we're not mm-hmm. going to, you know, always you know, adopt all the things that they do or the ways that they operate or agree even with everything that they do. But it's really good to see people who just passionately love Jesus and are just trying as hard as they can to be close to him. That's, that is really good. It was amazing. It's like we didn't have our phones and we didn't have any sense of time. Like they blocked out the windows so that we could just be with all girls of Christ. I mean, like, it was amazing, the, the like just the topics. It was relatable topics, too, that yeah. was going on in these girls' lives also. And both of those camps really changed me. And I think that um, going to those really, truly changed who I was, too. And mm-hmm. I was struggling a lot to find those girls um, who I could connect to. Yeah. Um, a lot of junior friends like Addie and Ray Lee and then Shelby, the, those have all been amazing friends to me. But I think I was trying a little bit too much to find, oh, I need to be in this crowd or this crowd. Right, or, yeah. And it was really hard for me. But I think just that summer really changed how I looked on it. It's like I don't need those those friends or it's not a win for me. Yes, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, and so God taught me a lot about that too. And it was a lot of waiting. I was getting a little antsy, just like why am I not like meeting any new like girls or why is nobody sure. reaching out to me? And I was right. like, I'm going to have to reach out. And it's okay for you not to be doing everything else that they're doing, you know? Yes, yeah. And so... I think that's helped a lot, and so it changed me. And like just going into senior year, I had a different perspective, and um, my faith with God was just amazing, and yeah. it's still going. And so, yeah, gosh, moving before your junior year is that is just hard. Okay, that's hard, right? And so, uh, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, 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 I knew there was going to be a moment where you know, because <laughs> you're, I'm the same way though, like. I mean, I just kind of dive into whatever is in front of me and uh, and I'm just kind of rolling through it. And if there's any like, you know, any like place in me that's like sad or hurting or, 
you know, or whatever else. I just like, I just, la, 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 you know, <laughs> just sort of pretend like that's right. not happening, you know. And, and, uh, and so I'll just ignore it. I'll just push it to the side and just kind of keep pressing, pressing in. But the problem is, like, like what you described, that catches up with you. Like you can, you can pretend like you're okay, but you can only do that for so long, you know. And, and then eventually the wheels just kind of come off for you, you know. And, uh, and you find yourself in, in a hole, you know. Right. Uh, I've been in so many holes in my life, Molly. I just, <laughs> <laughs> I just, sometimes I feel like I go from hole to hole, if I'm being honest. But, but, uh, but, but I've been in a lot of those, you know. And so there's, a, there's a, a lot of wisdom in everything that you just said because another thing, like you, you've learned about, you know, the importance of, you know, good friendships and accountability, you know, how, how much that's made a difference in your life when you started to connect to some other people, you know, and, uh, but you've also learned about, you've also learned about, um, the cost of like, just kind of trying to plow through it on your own without, you know what I mean? Right. And, and just kind of mm-hmm. putting a happy face on everything and, and trying to, and trying to just bull your way through it. it, it doesn't, it doesn't work, you know, you, you do get to a point where, and you need people to talk to, like, you, you can't were, do it alone, yeah, yeah, totally, gosh, and we, it's so crazy how we try to do it alone so often, and, uh, <laughs> and, but we just can't, we weren't created to do that, right, the Lord made us to live in community with each other, and we need each other really badly, you know, it's a, you guys are, telling the exact same story that the two guys who sat in here last week and recorded the podcast, they said the exact same thing, you know, and their faith really grew whenever, whenever they started to really get vulnerable with each other and with the small group of guys and just share what was really going on in their lives. And then they started studying the word together and praying together. And that's whenever everything started to turn around for them. And, um, so I know that there's probably some, you know, teenagers, some young folks who are listening to the podcast, and you need to hear this from these girls, right? Like you, you can't do it alone. You weren't designed to do it alone. Um, and, and sometimes like what Molly said, you have to search out healthy community. You have to go looking for it. Like you can't wait for it to come to you and, and kind of be disappointed. Like, why isn't it coming to me? You know what I mean? Like you really have, and I'm glad you guys have figured that out before you go to college (laughs) because it's really tough in college, right? When, you know, the, the, I always tell people the, the, the friendships that will lead you to death and destruction, you don't have to look for those. They find you. Right? They, they come out of the woodwork, you know. But the friendships that lead you to life in Christ, you really do have to, you really have to, you have to look for them. And you have to be proactive about putting yourself in positions to find them. So that's what a blessing that God kind of brought that to both of y'all before, before you went off to college. You know what I mean? That's a good thing. Man. All right. Well, thank you for sharing that. That's awesome. <laughs> the, that's a... Uh, so, you know, going into your senior year, you had some, a different kind of confidence, like a different felt, you know, you felt like you kind of knew who you were a little better and you were, and you were ready for everything a little more. Is that right? I was okay to just be, um, not have those friends. Like my relationship with God was the most important friend I could have, you know? And so I was okay with that. And I just wanted more and more of him and to dive into the word with him. And yeah. I was okay not having those friends. And yeah. um, that's what I truly found about myself. So do you guys think like, I mean, because I know that there, when I was y'all's age too, so it's not like a new thing, but that like that real, that desire to find a place where you fit in and to have a group of friends who like accept you, it can really lead you to, some unhealthy places like would you guys 
would you guys agree that that you see that happening and and you've dealt with it some even in your own lives yet would you say that that's a fair statement yes sir i definitely agree with that mm-hmm. yeah i think the names that happen too, just like oh the goody goodies like i think oh yeah i feel like shelby um can relate me and her are kind of the hards. same yes all i yeah. think that can get to us <laughs> yeah it's just like it's unnecessary to put people in a group in categories yeah mm-hmm. it's just but it's okay well but so but the the adult you know the the teenage brain does that because that's that's one way that as your brain's forming and maturing right that's one way that you can help yourself understand the world by kind of creating categories mm-hmm. you know um but the negative side of that is that you know you the categories are just stereotypes they're not real right. you know there's so much right. more to a person than whatever this thing is that you've latched onto you know um but but there's never been a high school in the history of the world where people weren't doing that all the time you know mm-hmm. and uh and if we're not careful like most people too in their desire to find identity and belonging they'll like they'll gravitate to a group with this. I would like to be known as one of these people, you know? And so it's a whole different thing whenever you guys do like what you're talking about, where you have really worked to try to find and root your identity in Jesus. And I'm going to be who he says I am. And whoever, whatever that means for, you know, where I fit into the high high school ecosystem, it's not really that important to me, but I just, I just want to be, rooted and, and, and identified with the person of Jesus Christ. That's a big deal. Mm-hmm. So, wow. I'm, y'all learned that so, so much earlier than I did. So, <laughs> I'm, so I'm really proud of you both. So that's really good. So um, so talk about then, if you would, like, um, you know, the how has how has being a part of First Shallow Water kind of shaped you? I mean, and, and, you know, you've already mentioned, you know, Tiffany, which is awesome, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but how how has this church been a part of your journey? What you know? How has it kind of led you on the road or whatever? What do you think? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Um, I definitely think the people. So Tiffany yeah. for sure, and you know you and Michael obviously, <laughs> but also you know Allison. Yeah. And I think something that has always affected me is VBS. No the doubt. church having VBS. Yeah. Because I am a nanny in the summer. Right. And so any time I get to spend with kids is like, sure. does so much work on my heart. Right. And so I always go with the kindergartners and they just teach me so much. Yeah. They're so awesome. And like, I feel like they get overlooked sometimes because they're just little kids. Yeah. But they will surprise you yeah. if you listen and if you're there with them. And I feel like that's something the church has had that has always like worked on my heart and mm-hmm. my faith and stuff. I tell people all the time, like we we need people to volunteer for stuff like that so that we can do it. But that's not really why mm-hmm. we're asking. We're asking because we want for you to have the, the transformational mm-hmm. blessing that comes from like hanging out with these amazing kids. Like God really does reveal himself to us when we do stuff like that. So that that's a really good that's a really good word. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Allison. Yeah. Yes. That she's, she's just so she's awesome. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. She's t- I'm grateful that she's been able to spend this year with you guys. Yes. Teach you know, hanging out with y'all and sewing into you. That's good stuff. Yeah. So. And you know, she sends us Bible verses mm-hmm. every, every single day. morning. Wow. And it's just 
it's amazing. Just, I mean, when you're not going through whatever part of the Bible that she's sending you, but then you just get another great reminder sure. of another part that's just like, oh, yes. Yeah. You know, like, yes, that's awesome. <laughs> and then we can carry that through our day. And it's just, she's always been a great reminder. And she's always encouraging us to spend time in the Word. Yeah. Because that's the only, that's how you're going to get the exactly. character of God. And that's how you're going to get your purpose and yeah. all that. Yeah. I, I think, too, sometimes just the reminder that there's this other person who is thinking about you and cares about yes. you and cares about, like, mm-hmm. your relationship with Christ. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that really matters. It really it matters to have people like that in your life. That's mm-hmm. awesome. So, yeah. okay, Molly, what about you? What Because uh, it's just it's been two years, you know, you said, kind of right here at the end of your high school career. So, you know, how has that, how, how has the church helped you along your in your journey? Um, well, it's kind of funny. I keep thinking back to this one day of, of you and Michael showed up. I don't know what we were at, but they just came, y'all just came up to me and you're like introduced yourself. And I was like, I have never had a pastor come and do that. <laughs> yeah, it was when they introduced your family. It at was. The, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that just, that like simple handshake and hello has like impacted me so much and just it's a good example of our church, you know, and um, just everything, just coming Sundays, Wednesdays, everybody's been so supportive, and they just stop and say hello to you. I Mm -hmm. mean, I've never been in a church home that does that, who just genuinely, genuinely wants you here and wants you, wants you to have that relationship with Christ, and they're going to support you through it and go with you in it. But um, Allison really has impacted, I think, us too a lot. She, every day, or every Wednesday, she shows up, and no matter yeah. what type of day she had, she's always that smile in there for us, you know? Yeah. And she truly means it. Mm-hmm. And no matter the number we have, it's if it's just me and Shelby, she's there, and she's mm-hmm. ready yep. to <laughs> give us a lesson and um, always asking for prayer requests, and she's always praying for us. Yeah. and. Um, that's truly impacted me and this, um, last day now that I went to, um, I was a little hesitant about going. Um, I was the only senior girl for a little bit during that. And so I think that I let that kind of trigger my mind of like, Oh, I'm not going like, yeah. Um, but I'm really glad I went because my D-NOW leaders, they, it was probably the best D-NOW that I've had and oh, that's good. they still keep in contact with us and yeah. I see them every Sunday and they'll just come give us a hug and yeah. Just all of those ladies have just really impacted me in my walk with Christ. You guys did. That was a really, that was, y'all had some great leaders. That was a really good It was amazing. Group. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I love them. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Well, uh, I know you're getting ready to head off to college. I mean, South Carolina, I mean, come <laughs> on. Like, uh, you're like, you're, let's see, where is the farthest point from shallow water? You know what I mean? <laughs> It's like, it's like the University of Hawaii or South Carolina. So, you know what I mean? So that's like, that's a super, but marine biology, you kind of have to, if you're going to do marine biology, that's, that's where you have to go. Yep. Which by the way, you're actually living Sadie's best life. I'm just telling you like marine biology, she would be so fired up about that. She, she's like obsessed with sharks. Like <gasps> That's yeah, me. I know. Like I, I have made her a promise that one day in her life, we're going to go to Hawaii and we're going to go in the shark cage and do the great white thing, you know? So anyway, but, uh, but so what are you, what are you excited about, about college? Shelby, what are you nervous about? Like, tell, tell me the thing you're most excited about. Tell me the thing you're most nervous about. Ooh. 
<laughs> everything. Both. Yeah. Both yes, for everything. Right. It is kind of crazy <laughs> because it's this weird mixture of I'm <laughs> so fired up for the next thing and I'm terrified at the same right. time. Yeah. It's kind of like I really want to throw up, but I'm not <laughs> sure if it's a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> That's how I feel all the time. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I... I don't know. I'm just excited for everything. Mm-hmm. But I think I'm really most excited to see what I'm going to learn through this. Yeah, right. Because I've been reading this book called Made for This Moment. Uh-huh. And, or, yeah. Is that what it's called? Yeah. And I just think it's going to be so fun to see what it is that God's trying to teach me here. And I did apply to a lot of different colleges. And, you know, I was disappointed when I got rejected by some of them. But, sure. I, but I just knew wherever I went... I wanted to be spreading the word like I was supposed to be. Right. And so I'm just really excited to find my own church mm-hmm. because I decided, yes. you know, yeah. and also like pick my own friends, yeah. like whoever shares our interests. And I am so lucky. I have a roommate who has the same beliefs as me. That's great. So it'll yeah. be great to grow with her and maybe we can find a church together. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just really excited to see what, what this learning period is going to be about. Mm. You know, right now, I what's been working in my heart is like patience and confidence. Right. And so I'm really excited to see, you know, how I get confidence through college and and how I learn patience yeah. through college. <laughs> right, right. And I guess the thing I would be the most nervous about is I am rushing. And so there's a lot of stuff that goes with that that right. has bad stereotypes on it. And I hate that because I don't, I don't want to adhere to those stereotypes. Right. Yeah. But I'm definitely nervous about like finding my group of people mm. and finding my friends. Yes. I mean, especially being... It's literally a 19-hour drive. Yeah, I know. <laughs> being so far away. Yeah. I'm obviously scared of being alone but but it's that it's that nervous excited thing again sure it's yeah. gonna be fun either yeah. way it's gonna be hard i know that first week is probably gonna be really stressful and lonely mm-hmm. but i just i think it'll be okay i just have like this really nice sense of peace like whatever Good. whatever happens it's gonna be fun i'm gonna be learning yeah i mean li- learning with god and also you know learning from right. my passion marine biology you yeah. know it's gonna be great <laughs> yeah, it will be. It will be. It, there's, it's, it's not easy, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, nothing worth doing in your life is easy, nope. you know. So everything, <laughs> all the most important things we do in our life, you know, cost us something. You know, they're 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 hard, and we have to, you know, we have to kind of sacrifice to be able to do them. So, but the payoff at the at, on the other side, and that's just a good lesson for in our relationships with Christ. I mean, that's that's really how it is. It, you know, it, he almost never ask you to do something that's not going to require, you know, some sacrifice. And, right. he, and he never ask you to do something where, you know, where you can see, often he'll call you to do something and you can't really see how, for sure, how you're going to be okay on the other end of that. You know, it's, it's going to, you're going to have to like step out and trust him, you know. And, um, and you know, I think, you know, that that's, those are good lessons to just learn in your faith walk too. So mm-hmm. that's good. And, and I like what you said, because, you know, when, when, if if you're if you're looking for and putting yourself in positions where you're where you are meeting people and you're around people who share you know your faith and who who are encouraging to you in your faith, um, that's the way it has. To, you get to pick your friends in yes. college, you know. <laughs> so, uh, but if you're passive about it, then 
they then you just kind of have friendships that kind of attach to you, mm-hmm. and often those aren't super healthy, you know. Right. So uh, you saying that, putting it like that, I'm excited to pick my own friends, right? Like mm-hmm. you, you, you really do have to do that. Like you've got to be intentional mm-hmm. about, you know, who am I? Who am I going to really share my life with? And the good news is that some of those friends you make will be friends for you know yes. the rest of your life. You <laughs> I'm know? counting on yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be really good. Okay, so Molly, what about you? What are you most excited about? What are you most nervous about? Um, I'm just most excited about my journey that I'm mm-hmm. going to take. Um, I'm excited what God has for me right. and, um, I'll, I'll have to jump off of Shelby. I think I hope, which I feel pretty confident right now that I'm, my, my roommate's going to be pretty awesome. Yeah. I mean, yeah. our first couple talks were just about God yeah. and her relationship. And I was like, this is, this is a precious moment I'm going to look back on and hopefully we're both going to look back on, but, um, I'm just most excited about meeting her and she's from Kansas. So okay. haven't met her yet, yeah. but, um, just hoping all of that works out and I'm just excited to just be in the college life. You mm-hmm. know, you're on your own. I mean, that's, that's probably my most nervous part is just being alone, but it's also not that far away from home. Right. I mean, so I'm about a two hour drive so I can yeah. go here and there back on the weekends, but, um, you can still get your laundry done and whatever you I want, could. you know. You know, so that's good. That's a that's a that's a perfect distance, you know. People can't be up in your business all the time, but you can get your laundry done whenever right. you want. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. yeah, I think just most nervous about that, just trying to figure out like, okay, this is adulthood now. Mm-hmm. Like it's way different. And yeah. Um, you don't have mom and dad by your side, but um, I'm excited. I'm yeah. for everything that comes my way, you know, and yeah. I know that I'll have God along the way, and um, I'm going to find those friends, you know. Mm-hmm. It's going to be hard to jump in, and re- I know some, I feel like it's going to be hard for me, and I'm going to, I can't just lock myself away in my dorm room. I'm going to need to get out. I'm going to need to make those so friends important. and connections, yeah. and so I'm excited for what that brings, and just excited to meet people and yeah. get to know their stories. and Yeah. I can't tell you, know, I was dean, I was dean of students at Wayland before I came here, and so you know, so work, work with college students all the time. And, and I just, I cannot stress to you how important those first couple of weeks on campus are, you know, uh, the, you know, m- I mean, most people, um, how successful they're going to be in college for their college career is really determined in those first couple of weeks, you know, and, uh, and you really have got to, I mean, we used to, in my business, like we were always like, how do we, how do we, you know, really help students be successful, you know? And and what we did was we just would jam-pack all kinds of events at the first of the semester so that you had plenty of opportunities to meet people. And, you know, because the tendency is when you start to feel nervous, it is like, well, I'm just going to stay yeah. in my room or I just, I don't think mm-hmm. I can. And, and sometimes you just have to, like, push down whatever that nervousness is and say, no, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to engage, I'm going to, you know, try to connect with people because that's such a vital experience. And if you get into the semester and that hasn't happened, you haven't made those connections, then it, college can feel really lonely. You know, and uh, and 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 you just kind of drift away. So that those first couple of weeks are super important. So I'm glad you recognize that. You're you're <laughs> like, yeah, I know, I don't want to lock myself in my door. I'm like, no, you don't. You know, it's and dudes, it's even worse for guys because you know what they do? They start playing video games, and they, I mean, they'll be in their room playing video games for like three or four days, and then they'll and you know what I mean? And then right, they're like, well, I wonder yeah. why I'm depressed. You know, I, I don't know. Uh, maybe it's because you haven't seen sunlight in a week. You know what I mean? So, 
so, uh, but, but isolating yourself really is the worst thing that you can do. You know, when I was talking to the guys, I told them, leave your consoles at home for the first semester. Don't even take a gaming console. Just leave it at the house. Make sure that you're connecting with people first. Then once you kind of get established, then you can do more of that stuff. But get connected first, you know. So that's good. I'm glad you realized that. That's a really good thing. Okay, so what? last thing. What is God teaching you right now? What do you feel like that you're learning from the Lord right now as we speak? Okay, so we'll start with you, Molly. What do you think? What's What do you feel like you're learning right now? Honestly, I think just patience. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that I've got I've stressed myself out of like um, trying to go make those friendships mm-hmm. and um, worrying about what's happening or like worrying about oh I have this this week or next week or yeah I have to prepare for this and I think he is really teaching me to just be patient and. Mm-hmm. Just enjoy that moment right now. All of those things are going to come. You just have to trust me. And right, right, right. So I think he's been really teaching me that. And it's been hard because I feel like I'm a pretty patient person, but I think with most things in life right now, I haven't been patient. And mm-hmm. so um, I think he's really testing me in that area too, and it's good because he's um, really teaching me a lot of lessons and yeah. always to give it back to him. And um, so I think that's pretty much what he's teaching me right now. That's the fundamental lesson, you know, for all of us in, uh, in our relationship with Christ is, you know, do I trust you? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the question we're always answering one way or another. Do I trust you? Can I, can I just surrender all this to you and trust you? And, uh, and that's so... It, you know, just when you think you've got it figured out in these areas of your life, well, then, you know, something else comes along, you know, so <laughs> some other amazing thing happens in your life. And you're like, well, can I trust God with that? You know what I mean? And so and so uh, so it's kind of like a constant learning process. So uh, but you're right. That's especially at your, you know, at the stage of life that you guys are. It's so hard to be patient when you're 18. You know, you really it's hard yeah. to rest. You know, you just. You're just so excited for the next thing, and you're ready to go, and you're and 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 you and you're you know concerned and anxious about stuff and going on in your life too, and so it's just hard to bring stuff to the Lord and leave it with Him, you know. And so that's a good that's a good word. I, you're you guys you're not alone by any stretch of the imagination in that department. I'm sure there's a lot of you, you graduating seniors that are that are struggling with all that stuff right now for sure. That's good. That's a very good lesson. I'm still trying to learn it. So if you <laughs> Maybe give me some advice when you as you start to learn it. Okay, I'll, we'll check back with that. So, what about you? What are you learning right now, Shelby? What's God teaching you right now? So, y'all both hit on the nail. I'm. He's teaching me about patience and trust for sure. Mm-hmm. I have had a difficult past year. My dad was diagnosed with brain cancer. Yeah. And I was just like, what? Mm. You know, it just came out of nowhere and. So that trust has been something that has been so prevalent in my life right now because I'm like, why is this happening? Right. Like, is it going to go away? Is it going to get worse? And so I'm just like, it's going to be okay. Mm -hmm. Whatever happens, it's going to be okay. Just cherish this time. Right. It's not guaranteed. And so I've definitely had to put a lot of trust in God recently, just like giving it to him. Mm-hmm. I'm just like you take it. I'm gonna I'm gonna enjoy my dad. You take the healing and all that, right. and I'm gonna give it to you. And then patience for sure, patience with waiting, 
for graduation, but also patience with my classmates and yeah, my right. teachers. You yeah. know, we're, I feel like we're all kind of antsy mm-hmm. <laughs> this time of the year, mm-hmm. and so we can get kind of snappy at each other. And so I want to go out with good feelings yes. and good friendships, and so sometimes it gets a little tough. Yeah. But I've definitely been needing some patience in the classroom at all. And then also I think, like, bravery and courage. Yeah. That's something that I have been praying for so much recently and I'm afraid how I'm going to be tested through that because yeah. if you ask God for patience he's going <laughs> to give you moments yeah. to be patient yes. and so I'm asking for bravery and I'm interested to see how that growing right. comes about but um, just you know going to college I think it doesn't matter if you're going two hours away from home thir- right. 30 minutes away from home or mm-hmm. 19 hours away from home it's it's a big step and like so like so much of your life now relies kind of on this time period right and so i think just like having the bravery to be who i want to be act how i want to act and just trust him in it and so i'm definitely scared for a lot of things and i want to be the person like tiffany davis who shows the love of jesus you know through her life but that's tough it's Mm -hmm. really tough and so I want to have the courage to do that. So I think those three things are the things that I'm praying for and have yeah. been learning yeah. recently. You know, so it's it's funny because when you're at this stage of your life, right, there's there's all this change happening. And on the, and all that change is really stressful, you know. And, um, and so there's like excitement and then there's grieving, right? Because, you know, your, your relationships with people are changing, like you're, you know, you're, everything's, you know, there's things that you're leaving behind, you know, and so you mourn that, right? So, but, but what's, you know, what's really tough is that, like, there's a whole, you know, however many there are in the senior class, right? That, like, all of you guys are going through that, mm-hmm. all, all the same stuff, and not just you, but all of your parents. Oh, there's no, it's the worst for parents. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, like, I tell people, it's traumatic. Like, it's almost like somebody is dying like, like a breakup <laughs> yeah rele- releasing your child into the world like it's i mean it it's like cutting cutting my arm off i mean it, it was really it was really awful it's one of the you know and i'm still my daughter's getting married i'm i'm sick to my stomach a lot of times <laughs> about it so uh and she's it's great he's a great guy but that's not the point like the, the this change means that there's going to be some new awesome stuff but there's also this other stuff that's gonna it's not gonna be there anymore it's not gonna be the mm-hmm. same ever again so like so everybody is crazy <laughs> you know what i'm talking so everybody is stressed and they're anxious and they're all they all these feels they don't know how to manage it and everyone is crazy so you're uh, I'm, I'm glad that you brought that up because you really do have to give people a lot of grace mm-hmm. in this season because you know and and especially the people that you love the most because because they're, I mean, they're, you know, they're sad and they're happy and they're, you know, and so, you know what you call a person who's sad and happy at the same time and most normal person, that's like a, you know, manic, you know, a manic person oh, or a crazy person. Emotional? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but you know what I mean? Like the, sometimes you would feel like, well, that's a person who's not stable. But <laughs> but at this time in your life, like you, that's where you are, right. right? You're just not, you're not stable and and, yeah. neither, and your parents aren't stable and, you know, and all your friends, they're, none of them are stable either. Everybody's uh, sad and happy and uh, and mourning and excited and all at the same time and nobody knows how to handle that and you're all trying to find ways to cope and manage and 
And so you're right. Like you, you know. But listen, I look back on who I was at the end of my senior year, and I am. Oh gosh, I don't regret much in my life, but I regret that. You know, uh, I was just I was out of control because I I was terrified, and you know, and I didn't know how to manage all the emotions that I was feeling. So, you know, that's a good word, patience. You, you're what you uh, even more than patience. What you're what you're really learning is how to have how to have grace for mm-hmm. people. You know, in in the middle of all, all the stuff that they're going through too. You know, because sometimes right. we just we tend to think about other people in you know, how, what they're doing kind of affects us. Mm-hmm. But we don't often like try to take the extra step to think, okay, well, what, what, what's going on with that person, mm-hmm. you know, to c- cause them to feel that way or act that way that they're acting or whatever. We don't usually take that other step. And, and, uh, and I think that's a very Christ-like thing to do, you right. know, um, but it's, it's really not easy to do and it's not natural for us to do it. So, so yeah, that's a good lesson that you're learning, Shelby. <laughs> so, well, I'm going to, Check back in with you on okay. that one too. You know, so ask me a couple weeks from now. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Once you get through like graduation yes. and like everybody's family coming down and like you know what I'm talking about and all these super sad moments. You know, you know, like your last prom and your last everything's just the last one. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And then, and then there's graduation. There's back, there all those. It seems like every week there's another event. And so your or head, two or yes. three, there is. <laughs> and your head is just spinning around, you know. So sure. yeah, yeah. So the good news is that uh, that if you're if you feel yourself kind of struggling in some of your relationships right now, the good news is everybody's crazy. Okay, <laughs> so it's all gonna it's all that that's gonna start to right itself once you kind of get through graduation and and everybody has a chance to take a breath and you know what I mean. And mm-hmm. people, it'll calm down and things will return a little bit to to normal that's the good news so yay (laughs) can't wait (laughs) (laughs) it's kind of i just want to encourage you with that so it's like it doesn't stay this way forever so um all right man that's it's really great uh i here let me say this to both of you okay uh you guys um you're ready okay you're ready for this both of you um and it's funny to listen to you talk about like boldness and courage and praying for that because like I feel like uh you've already got that on lockdown <laughs> so I'm not worried about I'm not worried about your boldness at all so Thanks. yeah so uh I don't I, you know but but both of you guys you know like you you're you guys are ready you're grounded you know you you know who you are and um and you know God's God's got big plans for you so this is going to be a really awesome next phase of your life and I'm, I'm super pumped to just kind of get to watch from the sidelines how, how god is growing in you and what he's doing i mean i can't i can't wait it's gonna be really good and i'm thankful that i got the chance to know you when i did so you know that's a blessing from the lord too so mm-hmm. i like you both you're, <laughs> Thank you're, you're both Thank pretty you. awesome people so yeah and you know you're you guys are the kind of girls that i'm always telling my ninth grader hey um here's Here's two young ladies that you should try to emulate. Like y- y'all send can them be, our way. You guys could be <laughs> Tiffany Davises for somebody, right? That's yes. what I'm talking yeah. about. So, anyway, that's that's good. So I appreciate you both, and I'm excited for you both. And uh, and you're you're gonna do great. It's gonna be God's got huge plans for both of you. Can't wait to see what they are. All right. Well, thanks for thanks for joining the podcast. All of you guys listening, I know you were encouraged listening to Molly and Shelby talk about. Uh, talk about uh, life and faith and everything else and um, we're gonna we're, summer is coming up we're, we're gonna take a little bit of a break on the podcast we may be replaying some of our 
some of our more popular episodes over the course of the summer so that you can check in on those. One that you that you all need to listen to that we referenced those, you need to listen to Tiffany Davis's. <laughs> so because uh, it's really good. So you're gonna wanna you're gonna want and very encouraging. So you're gonna wanna do that. But um, but we're gonna be taking a break from this. So we'll it'll be it'll be a few weeks before we join you with a new episode. Uh, but check back in every week because we'll have some we'll have some stuff to share with you. Uh, either way. Uh, but uh, until then, uh, we'll see you around town. Thanks for tuning in to First Things First. We want to invite you to join us for worship this Sunday at First Shallow Water. You can find us at 703 Avenue J in Shallow Water, Texas. Our Sunday morning service starts at 1030 a.m. Click on the link in the description of this episode for more information about our church or if you'd just like to reach out to us. Check out the previous episodes of this podcast. Make sure you do that. We really have had the privilege of hearing some amazing stories. And make sure you check back each week for a new episode. Until then, we'll see you around town.